everyone is born a traitor. Now, I know what you're thinking when I said that. That cannot be true. I mean, no way. Well, here is out. Although we are obviously taking some creative liberties with the word traitor, but the idea behind the episode might be more familiar than you think. It might even be something we've been trained to do all our lives. Everyone is born a traitor? Let's find out. This is Markets Extra. Hello and welcome to Markets Extra, the podcast where we discuss what's moving markets and what makes traders tick. My name is Han Tan, Chief Market Analyst at Exinity Group, which operates global brands such as Alpari International and FXTM. And with me is FXTM Financial Trading Educator, Tunis Kruger. Uh, really great to have you back here on the podcast. Hello, Han. Yes, it's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk to you. I got to give you credit, man, uh, because it was you who came up with the title during one of our uh, regular catch-ups. And I can see how some of them listening right now might initially reject such an idea. I mean, everyone is born a trader, really. So kind of talk us through uh, your rationale or the justification for that, I must say, a very beautiful title for this podcast. It's a pleasure. When we talk about trading, normally people associate it with certain things. But if you think carefully about it, um, trading just means exchanging things, exchanging one thing for another. And a very simple um, example would be that we've all got 24 hours in a day. And um, what we do is we exchange those times for different things. For instance, for our body specifically, we exchange it for, let's say, seven, eight hours of sleep. Uh, combined, you know, other hours we uh, exchange for to eat. Um, other to exercise and those three things help our bodies to uh, function optimally and there's different things i mean if you go to a shop to buy something you're exchanging you know the funds you have uh, for the product that you need bread you know whatever so we're actually constantly trading every day as a matter of fact okay I hate doing the dishes and cleaning and household chores. So I actually pay someone else to do it. Uh, like, for example, I'll take my clothes to the laundromat and pay them to wash my clothes. Uh, in exchange, I get free time or at least I don't have to deal with the stress of cleaning. Right. So, I mean, that's the idea. But is it appropriate to then extend that to the financial world? Though? Because it's one thing to be, you know, having those transactional uh, deals on a daily basis. Right. But for financial markets, I mean, aren't the consequences much greater? Isn't this a whole different beast? Well, that, that, that depends on your perspective. My perspective that I found is, is actually quite, quite practical is that, that when a person is born, he becomes a trader in the sense of it's expected of him over his lifetime to acquire uh, skill sets and to also um, to build a portfolio, literally build a portfolio of assets that can, at worst case scenario, 50, 60, uh, 65, then the increase that he gets from the, the assets should cover his overage, and that's what we normally assume with when we talk about retire or pension. So actually, everybody is busy with that, and obviously, if you develop the skills, it can be easier, but I think the, the problem is a lot of people don't realize this, um, don't acquire the skills, um, and then the result is people have difficulty um, building that portfolio over time, and obviously have difficulty then retiring eventually. Let's use that example and just explore a little bit deeper. Um, the laundry man. So you need time, uh, you've got the funds. 
Um, he's got the service. He's got the, the machines that do the washing and so on, and he's willing to deliver that service at a good price. So there's the willingness. There's the market dynamic. Good business um, is always a win-win situation. Somebody's got a need. Somebody's got a, the ability to help, and then the, the exchange happens, and that's that's market dynamics. Yeah, good old demand and supply, right? Yeah, yeah, demand and supply. But sometimes it's not even you know it's not even a price. It can just even bartering be it. It, uh, it can be bartering. It can be an exchange. So in this sense, what happens is you've got the funds. You uh, you need some extra time. He's got the service, um, the you know the the business, the machines and stuff. You take it to him, and it's a win-win situation. You've got more free time, he receives your funds and he can drive his business and it's a win-win situation. So right. there's a trade. How do we transpose this into financial markets then? Like, is it as simple as, you know, I want to sell dollars and I got to find somewhere else to buy dollars? You know, is it as simple as that? Uh, let's simplify it a little bit. So you'll see what uh, what, what happens on, on any, um, on all of the asset classes. Um, if there's a price, if there's a market and the market is, you know, strong enough, big enough, um, then there's an exchange, and you can you can follow that price, um, and that price um, is very simple. I mean, if there's more buyers than sellers, then the price tends to go up. If there's more sellers than buyers, the price tends to go down. If there's a buyer uh, balance between buyers and sellers, then the you know the price is, is quite stable. So that's that's almost like the alphabet of of the market language. So you've got your uptrends, you've got your downtrends, you've got your ranging markets. That means if you can see a chart. Any chart of any of the asset classes uh, means there's lots of opportunities if you've got the skill. Okay, we have established what the language of the market is. You know, in other words, when you see these charts and these price movements, uh, when the prices are going up, that means there is more demand, more buyers out there th than sellers. And then the opposite is true as well. When prices are going down, it appears that there are more sellers than buyers. And so that's what uh, the charts are telling us. That's how the markets speak to us. That's the language of the markets, right? Yes, there's certain so opportunities that arises on those charts. That's, that's what happens when you understand the language. It op opens opportunities for you. Um, and that's where technical analysis, the skill comes in, in the sense of, uh, and I remember we're talking about the, 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 the language now. We're not talking, we're talking now about the, the skill set that you need to be able to utilize the language. That's, that's actually more important. And, and on those charts, you will see trends. And when there's an early stage, that's a typical one, which we call swing trading. When there's an early stage of an X trend, that's an opportunity what I call a golden area. I like that. And you know, I can almost imagine now those listening uh, to this episode and then the next time they fire up their charts, the first thing they'll say is, talk to me, talk to me, show me those opportunities. Now, what is the chart trying to tell me here? I think that that's a beautiful image here. Okay, so we have established the language of the markets. Then, uh, as you pointed out, the skill sets required are more important, right? So what are these skill sets that we are talking about here? Right, the skill set is the ability to um, totally objectively observe what the market is saying from the market's perspective. Now, that sounds easy, but it's it's not so easy. The way we are, our, our brains are wired neurologically, uh, we easily associate things with previous things that happened. For instance, let's use an example. If a guy did trade um, and the trade was a loss or he associated it with, uh, you know, it wasn't nice, then, then certain things arise, certain emotions arise based on that. Um, and if you bring that into whatever market you are trading, then those emotions cause havoc. The typical emotions is ranges from fear, uh, hesitation, those things, 
to greed, um, recklessness, uh, and that's why, um, interestingly enough, uh, a losing streak uh, might put you into a fear. A few losing trades might put you in a, you know, in a fear-related emotions might might bring up. But on the other hand, just as dangerous is uh, when you have a winning streak, when you have a couple of winning trades, then recklessness comes in and then uh, risk management is out of the door. So this skill set mindset we're talking about, and what I do in my training is I simplify the language of the market, just one very, very simple exercise that I tell the guys to do so that you can start um, almost like working out those fears, start associating, start realizing that in the market, there's a couple of things um, that's, that's true, and that is that anything can happen at any time. Um, every opportunity, although there's patterns, although there's a language, every one of those are unique. Um, we don't have to know we don't have to be right with every, you know, transaction or trade that we take to be able to to make a net profit or to, you know, to to come out on the winning side over a series of trades. That that series of trades is absolutely critical. Critical. We just need an edge, and that's what the market gives us. So if we practice that, then what happens is is after a while, there's no more associations. There's no more emotions that comes up. You realize anything can happen. You see an opportunity, quite objectively, but. Don't underestimate the time it might take uh, based on, you know, what experiences you've had. It can, it can take quite a long time to, to practice that in. And actually, if you keep the, the exercises, and that's what I do, as simple as possible, it doesn't take so much time or you don't waste so much time. That's where a lot of guys fall into the entertainment trap and so on. Mm. And, um, and when that starts happening, you start seeing um, objectively what the market opportunity you know is there you you take a calculated risk there's a lot of depth into that subject as well um, and then you manage the risk um, mm. if that 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 structure holds you know you 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 let your profits run and if it doesn't hold you cut your losses and and that skill set that ability to do that consistently over a sample size or a series of trades gives you the ability to make a net profit over that sample all right so that very first key a skill set that is required of a trader is to keep your emotions in check, right? Or in other words, leave your emotions away or outside of your trading activities. Succinct as that sounds, is that really possible though? Because we as humans are hardwired to be emotional creatures. I mean, you alluded to that fact as well. Is it really that possible to remove a trader from his or her emotions? One, it's uh, the process itself is not so complicated, but uh, but going through it, I think understanding first what needs to be done. Unfortunately, what what and what happens in trading specifically, you know, the technical analyst side um, of trading is the guys focus on the market language, the indicators too much. They don't realize the value of that um, that skill set. While you can take a uh, a simple exercise and just but. Mark Douglas talks about, or he gives in the end of his book, is, is 20 sample sizes. You work in a series of 20 sample sizes. So you take a simple exercise and you try to, in the beginning it's difficult, you try to, to just execute that. Um, obviously in the beginning on a demo, you just keep the mental pressure low, uh, you know, 20 times in a row. And uh, in the beginning, it's a battle because you've got all these associations. But as you work through those, you know, you tell yourself, right, and that's the things that you're actually then activating in your mind or building into your mind, um, the correct way of thinking. Um, anything can happen. I don't need to know what's going to happen. Um, I just need an edge. Uh, everyone is unique. As you do those exercises, what happens is you're building 
neurological structures in your brain, a new habit, a new way of thinking about this. And, and if you think carefully, that's how, that's how we acquire any skill. You don't think like a lawyer, then you go and study. What does it do? You get the basics, you identify the basic things, and you start you know, repeating it over, you learn, and then you start thinking like a lawyer, and you can operate there. You can deliver a service. The same with, with any skill. Uh, plumber, electrician, doctor. Or trading. Yeah, it's the same process. Um, and actually, what is what is phenomenal is because the language is, is actually uh, simple. And like I said, and in actual fact, relevant for everybody, because everybody's supposed to build that, that, um, that portfolio over their life. Um, the language is simple. It's not so hard to get the mental skill set, but you... But there's just a lot of confusion. There's a lot of, uh, I think, ignorance and so on. And I think that's why I love working for for Xfinity, FXTM, because I see the need for this and they they really, you know, they they give guys the opportunity. Yeah, and certainly there's a lot of guidance coming from guys like you as well. I think the the main theme for the skill sets is to uh, keep your emotions in check, be more methodical and scientific, right, in trying to build up that trading skill set and that would hopefully produce the most consistent results, right? Um, are there any other major parts of that skill set that we need to be aware of? So what are the skill sets that a trader uh, really needs to develop over uh, his or her experience in the market? Yeah, that is what I work with, especially um, traders in the beginning and then traders that are stuck, guys that are or boom and bust traders that you know they make profit and they lose it again. Is we we let go of the charts a little bit, and we focus just on working through exercises. That means um, seeing the opportunity, taking a calculated risk because there's uncertainty. You know every specific trade is uncertain, um, and then managing that risk, cutting the losses, letting the profit run. And we do that until uh, until it's easy for the trader to do that. So he can do it. He's, he's, he's prepared his mind, and then we slowly increase. Um, the lot size even on the demo and then we go to a sense account then we go to a live account i think that process of slowly increasing um, i think the best example that i always use is going to a gym um, you can't start you know with with 300 kilograms um, you start forgetting to know the principles having a good program first and then you start small 10 20 30 40 kilograms a lot of guys are on the right path but then they want Let's say they at 50 kilograms, they can bench press 50 kilograms, and one day, just, one day they decide, no, I'm going to go for 300. And then they try to shortcut that learning process, and the emotions just goes out of, you know, jumps out of the box, and, and they're back to square one, or they, they might have big losses. Yeah, they might get injured, yeah. Yeah, they get injured, and then they, just like normal, they have to rest, and then just go back. Um, mm -hmm. And when they... You know, just what is what what they should have they been doing, and then just go back to the fifty kilograms and start you know, build that muscle memory. So, as you're describing these exercises that you do with uh, those whom you educate, uh, the image that comes to mind is like walking, right? So, as we're born, we have to learn how to walk before we can run, right? So, and it's a long process. You know, no one just jumps out of the womb and just you know starts becoming Usain Bolt except for maybe Usain Bolt himself, right? So I, I think it's almost like the same imagery applies with trading as well. Uh, you know, perhaps the chances, although it's possible, but uh, it's not likely that somebody who just jumps in and makes the first trades and automatically becomes a millionaire, right? This, the idea is that it's a skill set that you have to pursue and have dedication towards, and that hopefully that will produce a really rewarding financial journey now, isn't it? Yeah, I think the wonderful thing about this whole thing is, or the process is that um, as you get the mindset, as you, you go through those simple exercises, just like 
uh, when you would you know start riding a bike i mean it, it opens up opportunities you're riding a car getting the skills to drive a car mm. um, when you go through those exercises and and it gets easier you realize that the reality of what's actually going on on the markets and that uh, it is possible you know to to utilize those then the language um, that that skill set combined with the language actually opens up all the asset classes mm. everywhere where you can see where the market speaks, where there's um, charts from the property to the the shares, the businesses, to the commodities, to the um, you know the the cash asset class where where forex operates, uh, the, the derivative market actually, um, there is opportunities that you will start seeing, and because you're objective, because you take a calculated risk, because you manage that risk effectively, you will be able to start building not only on forex but on other places, other asset classes where you see opportunities. You will be able to start utilizing that. Mm. It's it's really amazing. Man, this has been a fascinating discussion. Obviously, we can go on about how you know, everyone is born a trader and better understanding the language and the skill sets needed in the markets. Perhaps I'll give the final word here. Then, uh, is there anything that we have missed out from this conversation that uh, you really want to impress? upon our listeners here? Uh, I think I've made my point. So uh, <laughs> realize that you are a trader um, in a positive sense, not a negative sense. A lot of people unfortunately associated with negative, but we are exchanging every day. There is, um, just like with our body, with the time that we exchange, um, if we do it correctly and it's not so difficult, then it works. Guys, it really works. So, um that's my last word. Tunis, I got to thank you for giving us this fresh perspective on the markets, right? Everyone is born a trader. If nothing else, hopefully this conversation makes uh, trading appear less daunting for our listeners. And for more great content that Tunis provides for us, be sure to check out the FXTM trading signals. And you can find those when you log into your My FXTM accounts. Also, be sure to check out our daily market analysis, which you can find on our website. And last but not least, do subscribe to Markets Extra on your favorite podcast platforms.